This is Deanna Gosha with episode 16 of the Sojourn Podcast. Today, we're continuing our Traveling Together series, talking about changing our complaints to gratitude. I do want to draw your attention to a trigger warning. I will be talking about stillbirth. We can feel alone and disconnected due to the busyness of our lives. At Sojourn, we believe women should not travel alone. We connect with each other through our stories, letting us know we're not alone in our feelings or our circumstances. Join me each week as I teach, tell stories, or interview other women to help us connect with one another and see God's presence in our midst. If you've ever felt alone or disconnected, this podcast is just for you. I sat in the recliner in a room full of people getting an infusion for my rheumatoid arthritis. I had come to know the nurses fairly well since every six weeks I found myself in the same chair in the same room. As they put in the IVs and did all the things, we would catch up on life asking about each other's families and careers and plans for the weekend. That day, as Joy started the IV, I leaned forward and whispered, Today is the anniversary of my daughter's stillbirth. She looked up at me and smiled a sad smile. It's been 23 years since my daughter's. I looked at her stunned. I had no idea. She told me her story and I told her mine. Then she said something I haven't forgotten two decades later. Even though it's been 23 years, I never forget. The neighbors have a daughter the same age. I watched her grow up and it's given me a way to know all the things she would have been doing. I understood. I had a friend who had been pregnant at the same time as me. I've watched her son and celebrated each new thing in his life, thinking about my own little girl. I'm so grateful that Joyce was willing to open her heart and share of her loss. All these years later, I still feel the warmth of that moment and how I didn't feel so alone. Her sharing her story with me gave hope. Today is the 22nd anniversary of my daughter's stillbirth. She was born as I was starting my seventh month and she was so tiny too tiny. Something had gone wrong and she couldn't receive the nutrition she needed. Still, she was perfect in every way. Her fingernails were beautifully formed and as I held her, her little ear was curled over and I smoothed it back. I held her, but not for long. Her soul had already flown to heaven, safe and secure with Jesus. While those who have lost children mourn the loss of what they knew, those of us who have lost children inside the womb mourn what could have been. There are some memories. For me, I felt her soft kicks inside me. I have the ultrasounds and the pictures after I delivered her. I have the conversations and the dreams tucked deep within my heart. Sometimes I stop and imagine what she would have been like. I imagine her growing up with three older brothers, 
tough, but loving, being her own kind of superhero, one who could hold her own in her pink cape, fighting against evil, and yet could also be still enough to imagine a different way of fighting the enemy. I think of her grown with long blonde hair and a little bit of spunk, something she would have had to have with the three boys. I wonder what she would be planning to do with her life. And I'm sure she would have been glad to have the boys get married and bring sisters into her life. I wonder how her family would have been different with three boys and a girl instead of three boys. I think about her on those special days when she would have started kindergarten, got her driver's license, graduated high school, and launched into the big, wide world. I think about her today and realize that Joyce was so right. You don't forget. She will hold a piece of my heart forever. I suppose I could choose to complain. I wanted a girl so bad. I had prayed so hard. Why did it happen this way? Why couldn't those dreams of mine come true? Why couldn't we have had this young woman as part of our family? The day I came home from the doctor's office and Don, my husband, met me at the door with the three boys in tow and we stood in the entryway and huddled together, crying. That day, as I sat on the couch and stared into the backyard, I made a choice. I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't be bitter. And as the days progressed and I met this little one, I found an intense feeling of gratitude settle into my heart. Grateful for this little life that I had the honor to carry inside me for seven months. Grateful that I got to hold her and see all her delicate little fingers and toes and fingernails. Grateful that I have a daughter, even if she's in heaven. In the midst of this grief I never asked for, I found a comfort I never would have known. I learned how to journey through loss and how to imagine that though it would never be the same, it would be okay. I learned how many people loved us and unexpected flickers of light kept producing themselves. My husband's boss showing up with a hot dish and telling him she lit a candle at her church for us. Another young woman in our church experiencing the same thing just a month later and I was able to comfort her in a way that no one else could. A Christmas ornament having been lovingly painted with Victoria's name on it, hanging on our tree. A love lit deep in my heart that over the years has brought sparks of joy as I thought about her and the life that I carried for a bit. Victoria Rose made a profound difference in my life. She taught me how to love others who had experienced loss She taught me how to open my own heart to receive healing from others. She was a dividing line in my life between focusing on ministry in light of programs and instead focusing on it with people in mind. 
She taught me how to hold space for those who are suffering, that I don't have to have all the right words, that being present and seeing the pain is all that's needed. I found that when faced with this unexpected loss, I had a choice. I could spend a lifetime of complaining, or I could be grateful. To be honest, there was some complaining, verbal expressions of the pain I was feeling. There were moments it was hard to be thankful. I don't want to candy coat this. The grief was real and deep and raw. There were times I curled up in bed and cried asking God, why couldn't my little girl be alive? And please don't mix up a pattern of complaining and bitterness with normal grief and the expressions of this grief that we need to make. It's important we grieve. And sometimes it does include anger and complaining. Yet, in the midst of the grief, I found a beauty that really can't be described. I discovered a pat compassion I didn't know I possessed. I learned that the Jesus that I had been teaching children about for years was the same in the midst of grief as he was in happiness. That when the bottom falls out of your world, he is there. I don't think for a moment he caused my little girl to die. And I get that there's a fine line between causing something and allowing something. But that line exists. I do believe that when we're open to it, he will use our pain to bring something good. And that is exactly what he did with the loss of our daughter, Victoria Rose. For that, I am eternally grateful. Maybe you're finding yourselves in the midst of something incredibly hard, perhaps life-altering. Or maybe you've found that you've fallen down the rabbit hole of complaint and bitterness. Perhaps this pandemic is getting to you and you don't think you can take it another moment. I'd like to offer you a gift, something that I've learned. That in the midst of whatever we are experiencing, I know beyond doubt that he is there, that he loves you, and you are not alone. And if we look hard enough, we can see the glimmers of gift all around us, the ways that he shows us his love, the glimmers that tell us it won't be like this forever. But there is hope that one day, all the wrong things will be made right. So here is something that helps me when I need to turn my complaining to gratitude. Look around the room you are in. Name out loud the things you see that you're grateful for. In my office, I see a pillow my son Blaine got me that says, you are my sunshine. I'm so grateful for his life and for Zach and Tyler, my other sons, and all the times I held them while they were growing up singing this song to them and singing it quite a bit off-key. 
close your eyes. What do you hear? Name something you're grateful for. I hear a bird outside my window chirping away. I'm grateful for these sounds that remind me of life. I hear my husband laughing as he's on a Zoom call with one of his employees, and I'm so grateful for his sense of humor. Run your hand along the chair you are in, or a table nearby, or maybe even the floor where you're sitting. What texture do you feel? I feel the smoothness of my desk. I'm reminded of my friend Kenna who refinished this desk. I'm so thankful for her hard work and her laughter that would fill my office as she worked decorating it. Breathe deep. Do you smell anything? I smell the candle my daughter-in-law made, lit right beside my computer. I keep it lit while I work to remind me that God is here. I'm so grateful for the women that my sons brought into our family. They fill our family with life. And finally, do you taste anything? I'm finishing a mocha I made this morning. The velvety smooth liquid soothing a throat a bit raw with allergies. I'm so grateful that my work allows me to do what I love and to slowly think of all I'll write or say while savoring warm drinks on cold days. My prayer for each of you who listens today is that you will be full of gratitude for all the small, beautiful things that speak of life, that even in the midst of any sorrow you are experiencing, that God will send you glimmers of light that give you hope and peace. I know today, as I remember Victoria Rose, I will remember with gratitude all the gifts her life gave to me and to my family and even extended to others. Her life has incredible value, even if it were only for a moment. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Sojourn Woman. Follow us there for Sojourn updates.